Shannon. And I'm Rami. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read, learned, or experienced to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. Shannon, I have no idea what this phrase means at all, and I'm excited. So let's jump right into hurry sickness which I'm going to find out about yeah. and probably uncover that I'm doing and then how to stop it. Okay, great. So I first learned about this term hurry sickness from one of my new favorite content creators. Uh, she goes by the relaxed woman. I really recommend checking out her stuff. I really, if, if you resonate with this episode, you should probably go check out more of her stuff. So she describes hurry sickness as the continuous struggle to achieve more and more things and participate in more and more events in less and less time. And this is like an actual thing that like real life cardiologists have dubbed it hurry sickness because of the long-term impact it can have on our heart health and our well-being. So this isn't something that the relaxed woman, who, by the way, is a psychotherapist in the UK, this isn't something like she just made up and coined. It's like, no, actual cardiologists. This is like a real a thing. thing that people are not realizing yes. exists, but probably is something we're all struggling with. Yeah. I was Googling it a little bit just to make sure, like, is this legit? It's <laughs> like, no, no, this is legit. So what are the symptoms of hurry sickness? Symptoms are as follows. There's a long list here, so brace yourselves. Trying to get the most out of every moment, multitasking, speeding, rushing through chores and work tasks, having a fear of doing nothing, feeling irritable when you're delayed or people are late, trying to find ways to save time and be more efficient, running through your to-do list in your head, overcommitting, overscheduling, and overestimating how many things you can get done in a day. Like basically, what do you realize? Like twelve different ways to say hurrying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm curious, Rami, do you identify with any of these symptoms, or like, do you feel like you've at, at any point in your life, be it now or a different time, have you ever suffered from hurry sickness as defined? For sure, I think there's something about trying to be efficient that I think leads directly into hurry sickness, which is. I've got a bunch of stuff I need to do. Now, how do I find, like, that, I don't know what number it was, like, seven or eight, trying to find ways to save time and be more efficient. Yeah. That's the one I think that's the toughest for me. Or even, like, multitasking or rushing through chores and work tasks. Like, it's all about trying to be efficient and, like, knocking things off. I think to have... Have time where you're not multitasking and doing multiple things um oh yeah all the time yeah yeah and i think for me for sure the same like i'll catch it in different moments where i'm like oh my gosh like what am i doing i'm just like racing around like a crazy person um and sometimes unnecessarily so how the hell do we stop it if we find ourselves in a hurry sickness pattern? Uh, I didn't 
find their next woman. Like, I don't know if she had a ton on this in the little email blurb that she first talked about this. So these are a little bit me riffing on it and coming up with like, how do I try to stop myself in moments? And Rami, I would love to hear yours. Like if you just like have some while we're talking through it. So the first is to just like, generally speaking, slow down and practice mindfulness. So sometimes I'll do this on like today, I have a super busy day of meetings, like literally back to back from 930 to five which is a busy day for me. So sometimes on super busy days like this, I will pretend I am moving through molasses, (laughs) you know, like just imagine molasses or honey, you know, where it's just like, whoa, it's really sticky slow. And so I can still have a full calendar and like a lot of meetings I need to move through today. But can I do each thing very slowly and mindfully? So you're, again, my to-do list, my schedule might not be changing, but how I approach it can change. And I'm noticing even in this moment, as I say this out loud, I'm thinking even when Rami and I first jumped on the call, I was like moving a mile a minute, had a bunch of shit to do. And now I'm even after just saying this, I'm like, oh, I can slow down and just be here in this moment, in this first episode we're recording. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I think for me, the the mindfulness piece is really important. I think the my my add to that is like how do we using our mindfulness like reconnect to our body in those moments and like yes. make sure that we're not adding undue stress. And I think the big thing for me is like I just need to get out of my space for like minutes go outside, like feel the sun. And like when I do that, it helps me like recalibrate, recenter, and like allows me to kind of get through the rest of that uh, egregious pace that I've set for myself that day. Yeah. And if you're like a person like me who when you're first introduced to mindfulness, you're like, what the, what the F is this actually? I love Robbie's point about bringing it back to sensation. So like if I'm struggling to access presence or mindfulness, can I access my senses to just pay attention to like, what am I smelling in this moment? What am I tasting in this moment? What am I hearing in this moment? Um, So on and so forth. Have you ever drank tea? This is total tangent guys. Have you ever drank tea so slowly Rami that you can like feel it? inside like you could feel it as it moves from your mouth to your throat down to your stomach have you ever been that present that's like one of my favorite things to do is like drink something so mindfully that i can literally feel the feel the liquid like moving in my body yeah that's fun he's doing it right now you guys (laughs) i don't know if it's fun but like it's just like it's like oh like shit like do I even notice like these little things sometimes I remember being in a an um coaching group that was all around presence and mindfulness and they had you eat a raisin so slowly so it was like you could access all of your senses like as you're eating this raisin it was like painful at the time but now I really appreciate it <coughs> okay So the second way that we might stop it is learning to recognize our individual limits. And oftentimes when I'm working with clients who suffer from, I would say, work addiction or maybe hurry sickness, I'll ask them, like, what is, because they'll say, like, oh, but I want to do a really good job. I want to do a really good job. And I'll say, like, okay, well, what's the difference between 
working with integrity or working with intensity. So how can you take time to define for yourself, here are signs that I'm working with integrity. Here are signs that I'm working with intensity. Um, For me, when I'm getting physically ill, that's a sign that maybe I'm working with intensity instead Mm -hmm. of integrity. And it's time for me to dial it back. Um, And then there's the obvious thing around, like, how do we learn to recognize our limits? We can also do it by saying no more often. Sometimes I need to make a no game for myself or I will literally, I'm doing this right now. We're recording this ahead of schedule, guys, but so I won't say what month, but for the next month following this one, I've already told myself, like, I just, I can't schedule anything in that month because I've been pretty run down and ill for some time. So it's outside of my client calls. Like, I'm just like, I'm just taking a no, no scheduling month (laughs) for a month. I love it. I think saying no is very difficult and so helpful. Yeah. And then the last way that we might stop hurry sickness is by practicing ruthless prioritization. I talk about this in some episode. I should have looked it up, Rami, before we got on, um, where we talk about the OPC method. Oh, fine. Um, I keep talking. I think we talk about it in episode 39. We talk about the OPC method of like, how do we organize, prioritize, and um, communicate effectively? Um, but when we, when it's time to, when we're stuck with hurry sickness a little bit, we really have to begin the process of ruthlessly prioritizing, ruthlessly prioritizing. And so for me, uh, I will start by picking what I call my three MITs, my most important task. And to make sure that you're balanced in that and you're not only picking things that are work or whatnot, you might play with having one task that will make you feel proud for that day, one task that would make something feel better, you know? So maybe like you have a pile of dishes in your sink and it's like, oh, I would feel better if I cleaned my kitchen. And one task that's around restoration, or something that would be relaxing for you. I like that. And I feel like those last one would have to be something that's probably not on your to-do list, but something that you should be doing for yourself. So it's like the first one is probably something that's on your to-do list that you want to accomplish. And it's like, it would make you feel proud. The second one to me is something that would make you feel better. It's probably just like something that has been frustrating you that you should go and deal with. Right, whether it's like cleaning your yep. desk or, or the dishes or whatever it is, and then the third one is really like how do you restore and relax? Like what is that? What is that for you? And making sure you do that. So it's like one for one for them, one for your space, and and one for you. Yep, exactly, exactly. So. That is everything I know so far around hurry sickness and three practical tips on how you might stop it or slow slow it down when it's happening. So the first one, again, slow down and practice mindfulness. Tip two, learn to recognize your limits. How do you separate integrity from intensity? And number three, practice ruthless prioritization. What actually needs to get done and what doesn't. With that, we would love for you to connect with us on social media, on LinkedIn, or Instagram, uh, and per normal, I always forget to have a question at the end. Um, I don't know, Rami, you got anything? I go, maybe. Go, no, you go. You go. You go. 
No, you go. You're going to have a better idea. I know um, it. I was just going to say, like, it, make us feel good. Like, when were times that you had hurry sickness? And, like, how did you overcome them? Like, how did you how did you deal with that? I love that. What other tips, yeah, would you add to yes. support someone who's suffering from hurry sickness? That's great. With that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami, and this has been Workplace Hugs. Mm-hmm.